Hello, and welcome to the Gilbo Girls Show, where you will have the opportunity to hear from mothers, fathers, siblings, and individuals themselves about their journey of living with a disability. I know, I know, it's called Gilbo Girls, but we have a bonus for you as we get the Gilbo Boys to interview some of the dads and siblings and get their perspectives too. We'll also have special guests from time to time to share the many resources that are available to those living with a disability and their families. So get ready to laugh, smile, cry, maybe even get a little angry when you hear some of these stories of their day-to-day -day struggles. But let's not forget their many triumphs. As they say, it takes a village. And if it weren't for our village, we wouldn't be where we are today. So join us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gilbo Girls. So... If you've listened to the prior episode, we interviewed the Andrines, and today we have their beautiful daughter, Faith, and she is the sibling, she has a sibling, Ellie, who has cerebral palsy. So we wanted to go ahead and just get her take um, and just see how she is today. How are you today? You doing good tonight? I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing good. Yeah, so I'm I just wanted to you. thank you for joining us. And I wanted to know, just go ahead and tell a little bit about yourself, how old you are, um, just some fun facts that you'd like to share about yourself. Okay, so I'm Faith. Um, I'm 13 years old. Uh, my sister, like she said, um, is Eliana. She's 16 and has cerebral palsy. So it's just the two of us. I'm the youngest. And yeah, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. And what are some fun facts? What are maybe some of the hobbies and stuff that you like to do or any sports or play any musical instruments? Uh, yeah, so I'm really into volleyball. I play with a club team um, called Intensity. So that's my favorite um, sport. And then I play the trombone and tuba. So I really enjoy those instruments. And then I also play the piano. So those are my favorite things to do in my free time. Well, I have to say your whole family, you guys have so much talent in that family. I know you guys post videos, your mom posts videos on Sundays of you guys singing and worshiping and yeah. So what was it like growing up having a sister with a disability? Was there like a certain age that you noticed that she had a disability? Yeah, so really as early as I can remember, I've kind of known that she's had a disability because especially when she was younger, she had like orthotics and had trouble like walking and talking and eating. So it was like, as really as long as I can remember her and like remember, just remember everything. I've really known she's had a disability. It's not like something that was like trying to be hidden from me. It was just kind of like an open thing that like we all knew. And really just as long as I can remember her, I've known she's had a disability. Mm -hmm. Did you, did you have to go to a lot of different doctor's appointments or therapies or anything with her growing up or was she pretty much done with that when you were so, When, we, when I was younger, like elementary school aged, we like, she used to have OT and PT appointments, not really as much anymore. Now that we're older, she doesn't really have any of those. But when I were, when I was like younger, like eight, nine, 10, like around that age, when she was still younger and she had a lot of like appointments and sometimes like they would be after school and like I would just go and like read a book or do homework or something but yeah I did you sometimes go but like then sometimes also like my I would have like sports practices or something so one parent would take her to appointments and one would take me to like practice or school events or just anything like that. 
Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like you had to miss out on anything um, because of your sister? Not because of her, but because of some of her therapies that she had to do? Um, Not necessarily. Like, I can't, like, really think of anything, like, big that we missed because of it. But, like, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's just, like, you miss, like, hanging out with friends or just, like, just, like, doing things that are, like, fun. Um, and, like, when you have to go, just, like, go to the therapy appointment because you can't stay home alone when you're that young. So mm-hmm. it's, like, I never really missed out on anything, like, huge that, like, I can really remember. But just, like, some little things here and there that, like, I would have liked, like, liked to do but, like, ultimately couldn't because we had other things going on with my sister. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that happened a lot, too, with my son because I have a son who's 22. And I did an interview, interview with him, too, um, last weekend to kind of just talk about, you know, how he felt growing up. And, you know, did he ever miss out on things or, you know, did he feel like um, there was certain things that he, you know, we didn't do as a family because of her? Um, I have to say I do follow you guys because I'm friends with your mom on Facebook a lot. And I love the fact that you guys do so much as a family. Um, and you really don't let anything, you know, stop you guys, I, you know, seeing some of the things that your sister accomplishes too, you know, um, and when you do it, you just do, you go and you just kind of accommodate where you can, you know, but was there any time when you felt like you couldn't talk to your parents, um, because, you know, you, you knew there was a lot on their plate with your sister and you just, you know, felt like you didn't want to put more on that, add to that plate, if you will. I mean, sometimes you do feel that way because, like, sometimes she just has, like, a rough day and then, like, your parents are just kind of, like, more worried about her. And then, like, if I just, like, want help studying or, like, I get injured because I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, if I just have, like, any issues or anything, I just try to, like, especially on, like, her rough days, I just try to, like, keep it on the back burner and then ask them another time. Or it's, like, just trying to like not add stress to like the already stressful situations and then it's also like I've learned to be like really more independent so like whenever they're worried like with her or something and are helping her with something I just kind of learn to like do it myself because I'm not a very patient individual so like if they're doing something with her I'll just like try to figure it out myself mm-hmm. so yeah that's what I so sometimes you don't really want to add stress but then there's also sometimes that you like you can't help it. Like you have to tell them about stuff. So, so yeah. And do you have a lot of different friends that you can kind of talk to that you feel, um, you know, that you can open up to? What was that? Sorry. you broke. Uh, do you, you have a lot of friends? Do you have out. friends, like certain friends that you can, you know, feel like you can go to them with stuff and open up and talk to them? Yeah, of course. Cause like my friend group, like I have a really supportive friend group. We all are very just like, I like all my friends are so nice and I'm so blessed and thankful. And like, we all just kind of come to each other with any issues that we're having. Like we all have siblings and a lot of times they get annoyed with their siblings, even though some of their siblings don't have disabilities. Like siblings are just, you know, siblings that can be annoying sometimes. So like mm-hmm. we all are kind of just like, I don't know, kind of like each other's like support group, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's what I asked my son too. And, you know, and he, he had a few friends and he had some friends that kind of didn't understand face disability, but then once he kind of like, you know, explained everything to them, then they, they were like, Oh, okay. You know, and it was just like any other day, you know, um, I know that he was very protective of, of his little sister, you know, to make sure that, you know, he wasn't made fun, she wasn't made fun of, or, you know, he always, he always stuck up for other kids. And I find that, you know, the siblings, they, 
They have, they learn to have more pay. Well, I know you said you don't have patience, but you learn to have a little bit more patience. And, you know, you guys also learn a lot of empathy too. Um, do you have any, um, concerns for your sister when she gets older? Um, I do have a few because she does like do some things differently. Like sometimes she has like trouble walking or like she eats and talks differently than like other people do. So like my family and I, we know about it and like we can give her those like reminders, like make sure you pick up your feet when you walk, when you, so you don't trip or make sure you swallow before you take another bite, just like things like that. But whenever she's like older and is in college or is moved out, people aren't going to necessarily know that about her. And I don't want people to like judge her before they get to know her because once they get to know her they'll actually really like her but if people like sometimes it could be off-putting if you mm-hmm. like see someone doing something like differently or weirdly per se right and it's all about advocating I, so with faith right now she's working some of her goals are working on advocacy so that way when she's with other people because she's going to have other people that are that, that are going to need to assist her in some ways and remind her of things too as well of just kind of you know voicing that you know what, you know, what you need help with, or, you know, this is, this is how I do this. And this is how I do that. You know, and it's just all about like those advocacy skills. Um, let me say what aspects of being a sibling of someone with a disability do you enjoy the most? Well, there's definitely a lot of rewarding things. Cause like whenever, like we do stuff whenever she achieves it it's like even more rewarding like whenever like we did a 20 mile bike ride like a lot of kids even without disabilities might not be able to achieve a 20 mile bike ride but like with her being able to do it is like even more like that much more special because she has like a physical disability and she was still able to do it or like just doing like things that like we do every day or things that like we do without thinking about it like whenever she achieves like stuff like that or it's just like more rewarding for her to do stuff. So it's like, it's, it's good. It's like, it feels good to see her like finally achieve something she's been working on for a while. So it's definitely rewarding. It's like that much more special whenever they achieve something. Mm -hmm. In your school, do you find that they, um, they teach about inclusion or just about disability in and itself? Do they ever have any, any types of workshops or read any books or touch on anything Well, not, well, we don't have really any like, like workshops or anything, but some in our curriculum, we do have some like diversity and inclusion. Uh, like I, like what we read about and learn about, like, especially this year in eighth grade in language arts, like we had a whole quarter on just uh, like uh, diversity and inclusion of everybody. So we don't really have any like big workshop workshops where we like talk about disabilities and like including everybody, but I definitely feel like it is like, talked about one way or another at school even if it's not just like coming out and saying like about specifically about disabilities but I feel like we do have a good um like balance of talking about like different things and inclusion Mm -hmm. and have you found where because there are always there are always going to be kids that make fun of other kids whether they have a disability or whether they don't whether they just don't like the person there's there's you know you're always going to have that aspect on some some type of level um do you find that um well what what would what would be one thing you would say to others um that aren't familiar with people with disabilities or that might make fun of them or um 
like, is there any advice you would give people? I would just say, honestly, just be inclusive no matter what and be kind. Because, like, imagine if that was you, like, sitting all alone at the table, like, if you had a disability, like, how would you feel? So it's kind of like, even if you don't really know about disabilities, you still just want to, like, be inclusive. And, like, if you see, like, someone with a disability, like, sitting all alone, just, like, try to talk to them or, like, because it's like just like a slight act of kindness to someone with disability is like means a lot to them because not like a lot of people like are like super kind to them every day so it's just like just doing like little things for them here and there and just trying to like get to know them and being inclusive of them is just like a good thing to do Mm -hmm. I think that's great. Even at, even at college level, um, when I had spoken with my son, he had talked about how he had overheard some people talking about, or, you know, kind of not just not being nice about someone that had a disability that was on campus, you know, and and he just, you know, told them, look, you know, just pretty much flat out told them, you know, you don't need to talk to them about that. Like, you know, you don't need to talk about them like that. And, you know, they're just, they're human, like everybody else. They, they, they want to do everything and be everything they can just like us, you know? Um, what the one question I wanted to ask was what has God taught you, um, through your sibling with a special need? Well, God has taught me so much. Like we're very blessed, but he's really taught me like empathy. Cause like seeing like other people sitting all alone or other people with disabilities, like having trouble fitting in like it's taught me empathy because like I think like what if that was my sister over there like with all alone like how would that make me feel so it's like really taught me empathy for people and it's taught me just like strength like be strong no matter what because things are tough and frustrating sometimes but like it's he's really taught me that no matter what you have to stay strong throughout everything Mm And what do you wish you could tell others, but don't usually get the chance? And what advice would you give to siblings that are just learning that their sister or brother has a disability? Well, just, I'm going to start off with the sibling question. So mm-hmm. if I, if someone, if a sibling is just finding out that their sibling has a, a disability, I would just say, be patient and give yourself time because it definitely does take some adjusting to, especially like if you're just now learning about it, it does, it will take some adjusting to. And so you need to really just be patient with yourself and to be patient with them. And then for people, like I would like to tell like other people that I don't get the chance to tell. I just like to say that you should just be kind to people with disabilities, no matter what. And even people without disabilities, just be kind to everybody no matter what and don't judge people or talk about people badly because they have a disability. Just be inclusive and just try to be kind to everybody. Good. I like that. And I always say what's, what's always brought up is that, you know, everything's always about the child with a disability, but the siblings, you don't, you don't see many support groups. Do you wish that there was some type of support group for siblings? Cause you see, you know, there's parent support groups and then there's support groups for, you know, for the individuals, but you, it's rare that you see like a sibling support group because it's, it's overwhelming as parents to go through 
everything and, and they take on, you know, all that stress and stuff. And the other siblings, they have to feel it. They have to see it, you know, and sometimes there may be things that you don't want to go to your parents <clears throat> and open up to because you don't want to, you know, add more to the stressors, you know, whereas if there was a place or a platform for siblings to kind of just talk, you know, and, and say, you know, hey, my sister did this and, you know, did your sister ever do that? And or just I really had a tough day or my, my sister had a tough day and I don't know how to help her or, you know, just to kind of just let go and, 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 um, you know, express your feelings, you know? Yeah, I think that'd be like really nice. Cause like you said, you don't see them often and it would be good because like, there's like people there that understand what you're going through and they're going through the same thing or have gone through the same thing. So it's really like, you can really just kind of like sit down and just like talk to each other and understand each other. Whereas like, if you're talking to someone else that doesn't have a sibling with a disability, like they might like be like sympathetic, but they're, they don't really know what it like feels like to go through it. So having like a support group or just like friends that do like are going through the same thing would just be like a good thing. So that way you can all just understand each other. Yep. Absolutely. So I, I asked your parents, um, to ask you all what your word was. Um, words can inspire us to do great things. They can remind us of our importance or simply remind us to breathe and live in the moment, um, in the world and inundated with distractions. It's powerful to have a daily reminder. Um, so, the one thing that I, you know, am, am going to be doing is gifting all of the, the, uh, the guests is a token with their word on it. So would you be willing to share what word you chose and why you chose it? Yeah. So I chose the word strength because I'm really inspired by my sister's strength and courage. And I just wanted that reminder to like stay strong no matter what like even when things get really tough or really stressful that like god will help you through it so i just like it's like a good reminder like just to be strong no matter what i love that and is there anything else that you would like to say or add or talk about before we wrap things up um not really i think we've kind of covered all the main points. All right. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you um, for being on the Gilbo Girls show and stay tuned everybody because next up is going to be Eliana herself. Thank you. Thank you for joining us as we spread awareness through our personal stories and the many resources shared. You can help us by joining our village simply by sharing our show to the masses. If you would like to support the Gilbo Girls on another level, click on the link in the show notes to make a donation in any amount. Add your address and you'll receive a hand-stamped token with the word village on it in appreciation. Be sure to subscribe to our Gilbo Girls podcast and YouTube show. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gilbo Girls. Till next time. <laughs>